I distinctly remember when my daughter was three years old, she didn't like going to sleep. She always wanted to read one more book, sing one more song, or listen to one more story. She would try to push off bedtime for as long as possible. Sometimes that would result in a consequence. On one occasion, I told her that due to her continued singing and dancing in the kitchen, we were going to have to skip reading books and singing a bedtime song and go straight to bed. She asked, why can't we read the books? I told her that it was because she wasn't listening and we had run out of time. She asked, why am I not listening? I wasn't ready for that. It was a good question. I wasn't really sure what to say to her, so I responded, I don't know why you're not listening. We said Shema, I gave her a kiss, and she went to sleep. Afterwards, I kept thinking about her question. At first glance, it seemed almost silly. But the more I thought about it, I began to realize how complex and deep it was. Why wasn't she listening? Well, because she was three years old, and three-year-old children often learn and explore by testing boundaries. This is something that we know to be true, and that child psychologists will agree with. I might know this, but my daughter certainly couldn't articulate it, and so she was genuinely asking, why am I not listening? As if to say, if not listening means that I can't read my bedtime books, it doesn't make sense for me not to listen, so why would I do it? I began thinking about my day-to-day activities. How many times have I decided to be more careful about what I eat, only to have that extra donut when I come home from work? And how many times have I asked myself, why did I just eat that extra donut when I knew that I was already full? How many times have I resolved to be more on top of my daily learning, only to end up skipping it, and then asking myself, why don't I make learning the priority it really should be? Because it is human nature to push ourselves in one direction, and then pull ourselves in the other. This type of back and forth is what teaches us to stretch ourselves beyond what we think is possible help shape our personalities, and build our character into who we are meant to be. No one goes through life without not doing the right thing at one point or another. In this week's Parsha, Re'eh Hashem tells the Jewish people, I have placed before you a blessing and a curse. If we follow through on our end of the covenant, we will experience a life filled with blessing. And if we don't, sometimes a life filled with negative repercussions. Why, after all the miracles that Hashem openly performed for us, the ten plagues, the splitting of the sea, the man in the desert, revealing himself at Mount Sinai, the clouds of glory in the desert, just to name a few, when the Jewish people even entertained the idea of not listening to him. It just doesn't make sense. However, it is in our very nature to question and rebel and learn through trial and error. When we do things that are wrong, we have two choices. One, we can think that whatever it is that happened is by chance or has happened casually and not learn anything from it. Or two, We can realize that everything comes from Hashem and can learn from our mistakes. We can clearly see that the reason the consequence occurred is because we need to learn an important lesson for our future. This is the pleasure of having free will. We are free to make mistakes, but we are also free to learn from them. And this is the most powerful ability to have. So that brings me back to my daughter's question. Why didn't she listen? Because life is one big opportunity to learn, make mistakes, grow from them, and learn some more. Rinse and repeat. Every time we develop our soul, we turn negatives to positives and cultivate our inner essence. And that turns curses into blessings. Wishing you a blessing-filled Shabbos.